What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this is the long-awaited episode that's been postponed twice. Once yep. due to you not being able to watch the movie and once due to you having COVID. Yes. <laughs> but we're finally sitting down to talk about The Orphanage from 2007. Finally. 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 This is a Spanish movie that I chose at the mm-hmm. beginning of November. Yeah. Um because uh I watched well it was it was on that 101 scariest horror movie moments or whatever on Shudder. Mm-hmm. And I knew that neither one of us had seen it before, and I knew that it uh, was pretty well received. So I figured it'd be a good one for us to watch. Yeah. And a month later, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Finally. Uh, but before we start talking about this, what have you been up to since we last talked besides having COVID? Um, lots, obviously. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Nothing like too like new or worth mentioning. Um, watched uh, how many down here? Um, watched I think I've mentioned Studio Six 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 last time. Uh, watched Crabs, which is a Canadian um, movie. Uh, just batshit crazy. If you don't know what it is, go look up the trailer. <laughs> it's wild. Um, been watching some Christmas movies, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I uh, watched a new Spirited movie on Apple TV. Oh, you really, gave a good score. Yeah, I really liked it, actually. Um, okay. I loved it. Uh, I watched a movie called Baskin, which uh, <laughs> Mark mentioned on here, I think, before. Um, finally got around to watching it. Uh, didn't realize it was a 2015 movie. Um, yeah. But, man, what? I don't even know what movie that is. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> uh yeah highly recommend it it's batshit crazy and weird as fuck but mm-hmm. it's a culty movie so I'm, I'm sure that two chicks would like it yeah because they're into that shit actually tawny and i talked about it uh the night that i watched it oh really on their discord because she watched it like a while back she couldn't remember much of it but uh, okay she remembered that it was crazy yeah um watch a lot of disney movies uh Started watching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies because uh, it's been a while since I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone through three of them. Uh, really like them. They're a fun time. Um, watched Arthur Christmas for the first time. Nice. I liked it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And then finally watched uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Been knowing to watch it for a while. And then I was just on Crave mm-hmm. and they have like a holiday theme. It's like, Yes, this is a Christmas movie or something like that. Like okay, that's cool. the, the movies that are in that. So it has like, there's like Lethal Weapon 3. There's like some other ones that had this one in it. Mm. I was like, man, I've been wanting to watch this for a long time. Um, and finally watched it and I liked it a lot. Um, different than what I thought it was going to be. Like I thought it was going to be more scary. It was like more suspenseful. Um, and I thought that... Uh, the main girl in it um was gonna be in it more um, nicole kidman nicole kidman yeah but it was mostly uh tom cruise okay yeah i've never seen this, it this poster is sick that i found oh that is cool yeah yeah that's really cool yeah that's uh, a stanley kubrick movie mm-hmm. um 
like it was one of his last ones. But uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, it's really long though. It's like over two and a half hours. So mm-hmm. it's a bit of a slow burn, but uh, Bettina really liked it too. Nice. For once I beat you. Oh. <laughs> um, I went back to work this week. So last week I just like, kind of went balls to the wall just like fucking watching shit Um, (laughs) as you know yeah uh i started watching some christmas movies too Uh, i watched home alone to start off uh my christmas kick uh and then you and i hopped on with erica from horror cafe to talk about stay alive yeah um i watched that christmas 2019 remake it is so shit, man. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, probably since it came out. Yeah. Actually, no, I haven't seen that one. I've seen the other remake. The Black Xmas one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Falling for Christmas, just a shitty fucking Hallmark Christmas movie that Sarah and I watched. That's Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watch Ferngully because Dennis is doing a Pocahontas versus Ferngully poll on Instagram once he finally gets that up. And I wanted to refresh her on this one because it's been a long time since mm-hmm. I watched it. I watched this memory, the origins of Alien. It's kind of like a behind the scenes look at like the story of okay. how Ridley Scott came up with the Alien movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good. It was kind of boring and slow, but it was neat to to see that perspective on it. Yeah. Um, and then I continued on with my Halloween playthrough uh, nice. franchise watch. So I watched Halloween 2, Halloween 3, 4, 5, uh, 6, H2O, and Resurrection. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I fucking blasted through those, man. Like I was watching two of them a day. Wow. <laughs> it was nutty. Uh, I watched Significant Other, which is another uh, Make a Monroe movie that just oh, came okay. out this year. It was good. I enjoyed it. I was telling you that I was craving some like cheesy nineties and eighties action movies. So I watched uh, cliffhanger and the running man. Nice. And that kind of, kind of helped my craving a bit. Yeah. Uh, Paranormal activity Two. I finally got around to watching Dune. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You liked it. Fucking loved it, man. It's so good. I uh, watched the usual usual, usual suspects because it's on uh, IMDb's top 250 list. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like it as much as I remembered. That's what I've never seen. Yeah. it's. It, I mean, it's good, but it's <coughs> not great. Um, I watched The Killing Tree, which is a very low budget horror movie um, about a guy who gets resurrected into a Christmas tree. Oh, my God um it was fun but it, it's a yeah. bad movie just a stupid Jesus. movie what's and then, the alien christmas oh uh, it was just like a little cartoon that brady wanted to watch one night oh okay i thought it was like a horror movie or something no 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 just a yeah a little fun family christmas mm-hmm. movie and last day i watched the guardians of the galaxy holiday special nice i've been wanting to watch it dude it's so good yeah yeah. Oh man, it's like one of the funnest Christmas specials I've ever watched. Nice. It's great. And like oh my uh my review said move aside Mariah Carey there's a new legend in Christmas music and his name is <laughs> Beezer Mickatickalock. <laughs> yeah, it's like I need to watch this. <laughs> I don't Dude, know what that is, but 
that song is phenomenal. <laughs> it's got to be a Christmas classic. Okay. But yeah, I watched uh, watched a lot of fucking movies. Nice. There was one that you didn't uh, put up there. Did you not finish it yet? Was that everything everywhere all at once? Oh no, I didn't finish it yet. Oh, okay, okay. No, I still have maybe forty-five minutes. I think. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, that day that I was watching it, we had I can't remember something. Something's going on, so I had to stop watching it. And uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Cool. Yeah. So busy week for movie watching. Yeah, couple weeks. Yeah. I uh well yeah actually it's been two weeks I guess I'm almost mm-hmm. on Wednesday, which yeah. I've been enjoying thoroughly. You should watch it if you haven't started it already. Yeah, we're two and a half episodes in. Oh, nice. Okay, are we you just, liking it? Yeah, we just started it tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. All right. Anyways, let's cue the theme music and dive on it. Like we said in the intro this week, we were talking about The Orphanage from 2007. Before we do, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a good old whiskey drink tonight. Okay. Need to get uh, my senses back where they (laughs) belong, you know? That's fair. Are you feeling better? I never even asked you that. Yeah, I feel better. Yeah. Still like getting like a stuffy nose and stuff, but like Mm -hmm. other than that, I am drinking a side launch brewing company's Wander Lost Imperial Dark Fruit Sour. Ooh. Basically bought it because I liked the can a lot. <laughs> and I like sours, so yeah. hopefully it'll be good. Oh, yeah, that's good. Where's the alcohol content? 6.5%. Yeah, it's good. All right. Starting off with the synopsis. <clears throat> A woman brings her family back to her childhood home, which used to be an orphanage for handicapped children. Before long, her son starts to communicate with an invisible new friend. That is very bleak. Very synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie was directed by J.A. Bayona. Um, he did The Impossible, two episodes of Penny Dreadful, um, Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. A Monster Calls, and two episodes of The Rings of Power. And it was also produced by Guillermo del Toro. Yep. Um, And he was actually in the movie as well. Very brief moment. Was he like one of the paranormal guys? No, he is a doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whenever Lauren broke her leg or something. Um, going into the cast list, it's like I mentioned before, this is a Spanish movie. So a lot of the cast, well, the entire cast is all Spanish P- 
people, mm-hmm. actors and actresses. Um, so I didn't really write down a lot of the movies that they're in. Um, actually, there's only one guy that I recognize any of his movies. Um, but leading off, I have Belen Ruida, who played Lauren. Uh, Fernando Cao played Carlos. And he was in Money Heist and The Skin mm-hmm. I Live In. Um, Roger Princep played Simone. And Mabel Rivera played Pilar. And obviously the honorable mention is Guillermo del Toro, who had a small cameo in it. Yeah. Did you recognize anybody? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, for considering that, well, I mean, they're not well-known to us. They might be well-known in Spain. I don't know. But I mean, Dale did a great job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. Um, Definitely. But yeah, short and sweet cast list, so we can hop into this movie discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a movie that's kind of been on my radar for a while. Um, heard people talk about it. Literally, didn't really know much about it. Honestly, I never mm-hmm. seen a trailer, and um, I was glad I kind of didn't know much about it because, like, there's a lot of stuff in here that's like kind of like shocking and like twists and turns and stuff. Yeah. Um, especially at the ending, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, I never, I don't think I ever watched a trailer. I've only seen like the odd clip here and there. And like, I knew what the cover art looked like. Mm-hmm. So I had like a, an idea of like what the base story was, but I didn't yeah. know any yeah, of the yeah. details in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it opens up like uh, there's a little girl, Laura, who is at this uh, orphanage. She ends up getting like adopted and stuff like that. Um, and there's like a lot of stuff at the beginning that kind of goes back to like the end of the movie. Like they're playing that game, like uh, one, two, three, knock, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like they turn around. It's kind of like um, what's the wolf game? Oh, what time is it, Mr. Wolf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Kind of like that. <clears throat> um, so this was like an orphanage for disabled kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, why was she there? Did she have some sort of mental? Disability, do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause uh yeah, like some of the kids like had physical disabilities and some of them had mm. mental disabilities. Yeah, I don't think they really explain no why she was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> yeah, it's called the Good Shepherd Orphanage. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the beginning of the movie. There was that fucking scary uh, scarecrow. Yeah. It's like, like two movies in a row where it's like this <laughs> creepy ass scarecrow. <laughs> like what is yeah. going on? <laughs> um, I really liked the score in this movie. I thought it was amazing. Like classic Del Toro. And same with like the opening title screen of like all the kids like ripping the wallpaper off. Yeah. That was cool. It was really good. Yeah. And uh, some more stuff. So you meet 30 years later, you meet Laura and her son, Simon and Carlos. They all, she bought this orphanage back from them, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's like raising them and she plans to turn it into kind of an orphanage ish, kind of like a hospital sort of thing for like the same thing, kids with disabilities and stuff like that. But she doesn't yeah. want like a ton of kids. She wants like, I think like seven or eight kids. Yeah. Pretty much. How much do you think it would cost to buy a place like this? 
like just the house itself or to do all of what she wants to do just i don't know like the house itself like it just seems like a because that place was fucking huge yeah it was and it's like right by the ocean too yeah it just seems like such a crazy thing like yeah i'm just gonna buy this place yeah yeah i don't know yeah but like, yeah you know. but uh yeah you meet Seymour and they're like in bed and she's telling the story about like this like lighthouse that doesn't work and then she like kind of like tricks on like shines the light mm-hmm. and i was like something's gonna come back with this lighthouse yeah and like it, it does at the end um yeah like because she says that like the lighthouse protects us from danger and uh stuff like that i like the the little lore that she has with the lighthouse yeah yeah and it kind of because like we learned throughout like the first like maybe 15 20 minutes that simone has some sort of issues like he can't sleep at night he wakes up screaming um and then like we find out that he's got these imaginary friends and whatnot so it's yeah. it's kind of like a nice story to maybe put his mind at ease with the whole mm-hmm. lighthouse like it's going to protect yeah. you yeah exactly and uh yeah he says that he has invisible friends and stuff like that and um so one of the days they are going for a walk and like they find this like big huge cave and I don't know why Laura like lets him just go in there by himself. Just Crazy. like walks in, like and she is shown outside for like 10 minutes and then she yeah. like goes in, he's gone. And then like she sees him like in the cave, like deep in the cave talking to someone. Mm. And then you see like the footprints after and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh shit. There's a lot of like ominous things in this movie. Mm-hmm like small little hints towards the bigger picture, like throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And I don't know, like, like Del Toro didn't direct this movie, but like his style is all over it. Uh Yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, so they're on their way back and then he's like dropping shells along the way. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why are you doing that? And he's like, Oh, for my friend to find where I live or whatever. Mm-hmm. find his way back or something yeah yeah and uh later on you find out that the kid that was there is named uh tomas or yeah. thomas or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah so he's telling them that they have like he sees like invisible friends so they kind of decide to hire this so- social worker named benigna, benigna I, don't know or how, something. I don't know how to pronounce that <laughs> but, yeah. uh, it's like this older lady and she uncovers some stuff and finds out that Simone was adopted and is HIV positive. Um, so like, that's kind of unfortunate. And then yeah, Laura, <laughs> Laura kind of, uh, like she doesn't tell this lady. She just like finds the stuff and Laura kind of gets like freaked out a bit. Like, like why are you digging for this and stuff like mm-hmm. that? It's not what we hired you for. Yeah, yeah. And, like, this is a creepy-ass lady, man. She's, like, Laura's out in the shed, and then the lady just in there with her. Like, what the fuck? Um, My first watch, man, because I watched this twice, like, at the Mm -hmm. start of the month when we were supposed to do it, and then, like, recently. That first watch, man, that freaked me the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Like, she looked crazy. I don't know. Like, it was just a very dark setting, and, like, you can really only see her face at one point. Yeah. 
And I don't know. She just, she didn't look that creepy in broad daylight. No, I didn't expect to see her at all. Yeah. I didn't even like, honestly, I didn't recognize her right away until mm-hmm. she started like saying her name and stuff. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. And then I kind of called it a bit. Cause I was like, I bet you this lady like used to work at this orphanage mm-hmm. and it turns out that she did yeah. work there. Um, and when Laura was there, wasn't it? Yeah. When Laura was there. Yeah. And, um, well, you find out something crazy, like later on, whenever you found out that she killed all of Laura's friends Mm -hmm. when she was there. But I don't know if that was after Laura left or if it was whenever she was there. Yeah. Cause Laura kind of figures it out. And then like, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like she finds stuff and yeah. So yeah, I would assume it was after she was gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, why would she kill everyone else but not her? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because um, you find out that Benigna, uh, her son was Tomas, who is the one that has, like, the bag over his head. Very creepy looking. Yeah. Um, I guess he had, like, a disfigured face. And some of the kids, I think, were bullying him or something like that and, like, ripped his mask or took it off. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he went to that cave and then the like tides ended up drowning him. Yeah. And then she like took revenge on all the kids, which is fucked up, you know? Yeah. Um, and Simone, he draws uh, Tomas, like he draws a picture of him with that mm-hmm. mask on his face. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like a, I don't want to say like a Friday the 13th sort of thing, but it, like in a sense it kind of was right. Like with the disfigured I remember, face. And- I remember me of like that and uh, like trick or treat. Yeah. Well, yeah. The mask looked like um, Sam from Trick or Treat for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie, like, it's a horror movie, but it's also like a very, very sad drama type oh, movie. Oh, it is, man. Yeah. Like this, it's fuck. It's a fucking heartbreaking movie, man. Like, yeah, it is. It really is, especially later on, right? Yeah. But like, even just like, yeah, later on for sure, and then like, just even the backstory, like with Benigna, like you can understand why she would have been i don't know like i don't want to say you can understand why she killed a bunch of kids but i mean like she's obviously not in the right state of mind like her kid just died basically at the hands of bullying because he ran away to this cave because of the bullies and whatnot Mm -hmm. so i mean like it'd be enough to drive a mother crazy for sure yeah 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 exactly not justifying her actions or anything but Mm -hmm. you can empathize with her like you can feel her pain in that moment yeah, yeah. I don't know if I go as far as fucking killing. Well, no. <laughs> six kids. No. <laughs> five kids, you know. <laughs> um, what do you think of the game that Simon plays with uh, the kids? Like the hide and seek game. Yeah. Oh, that was really cool. Or not hide and seek, uh, scavenger hunt. Like this treasure hunt game. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. really cool. Like. Like we'll, we'll leave a hint here and then you have to go and find this trinket. And then yeah. once you find that, there's going to be another hint and you have to go to this one. And yeah. then once you get to the end, you'll get coins. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and if he has enough coins or something like that, like he can have a wish that they'll grant. To yeah. Him. Yeah, exactly. I, don't know, I just thought it was cool. It's like a cool, playful game that the kids mm-hmm. all have, but almost like, very creepy at the same time too yeah yeah like these ghost kids are gonna grant him a wish like what the fuck wish are you gonna grant them yeah 
He was so good at it too. Oh yeah. And he was like, this, this child actor is very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Like in that moment, whenever he's playing this game with Laura, he mm-hmm. like, he's running around and he's like, Oh, look, I found it. I found it. And then like, yeah. he's so excited to find every new piece that they have laid out for him. Yeah, exactly. But then he ends up finding his paperwork. Yeah. Which was the final. Uh, Adoption papers. Yeah. Which was his final possession that he had to find. Yeah. Yeah. And then the shit hits the fan after that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So do you think it was Thomas that was doing all this? Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see it being all the kids, really. Mm-hmm. Was Tomas, Tomas there whenever Laura was there? Or was he there before? Yeah, that's what I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Because it was her friends that they killed, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that she was there whenever Thomas died. Yeah. Or maybe Benigna didn't kill her because like she didn't bully him. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like six friends total later on, like all the shells that he laid off, like show up at the house. Um, and he, after he finds that he tells, um, tells them that uh, tells her that they say that he won't grow up and like, he's going to die young. Like they did. Mm-hmm. That's kind of heartbreaking. It is. And like, they make reference to Peter Pan a few times in this movie too. Yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. Like basically how Laura is Wendy and, and the, the, his imaginary friends with the lost boys. Yeah. 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 I think that the coins were like baby teeth, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so the birth, I think it's a birthday party that happens. Mm-hmm. And this is where we first see uh, Tomas with the, the mask. Yeah. She is like looking for uh, Simon. Because um, what does he want? He asks her for something and then like. He like spazzes right out. Yeah, I forget what it was a bit. Yeah, I can't remember what he wanted. But. Uh, yeah, she kind of like kind of yells at him a bit and then she's like upstairs looking for him. And then mm-hmm. this scene is really creepy too, whenever she sees Tomas um in the bathroom, and then like she goes down there and then he like pushes her in and locks her, and then like her fucking finger gets all fucked up. Yeah. From the the window or whatever. I originally thought it was Simone, like dressed up with the mask on. That's what I thought too. But I don't think it was. I think it was actually you think Tomas. So? Well, because he he had his name like embroidered on his shirt and stuff too. So like, unless Simone found all of his clothes, yeah, maybe. which I guess it could be a possibility because he does say that he he uh, Tomas has like a special room or a special house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he yeah. could have found all of his clothes. Yeah. So yeah, she ends up getting. Um, out of the bathroom because uh, Carlos um, comes and helps her. Mm-hmm. And he's not really in the movie that much. Like, I don't know no. what he does for like work, but he's not, <laughs> not around very much. No. At all. Um, so yeah, during this, uh, Simone ends up going missing. Um, Laura runs out to like the, the beach looking for him. And then the t- like tides coming in and then like, 
I don't know. She somehow like trips and like fucks her leg up really bad. Yeah. Um, and then like Carlos is chasing after her and like the tide's coming in. And then like you see in the, the big cave, you see like, uh, is it Simone or is it Carlos that she sees? Well, it's a figure of a boy, right? Yeah. Um, but it's so far away. You can't tell who it is. No, no. And she, she thinks it's Simone. Yeah. But it yeah. could have been Tomas, like his ghost. Exactly. That's probably what it was. Yeah. But like, then, it's, it's so far away that, yeah. and like they shoot it purposely that it's far away. You can't tell who it is. Mm-hmm. And she's like yelling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously Carlos doesn't see anything because yeah. it's just a ghost. Yeah. And the tide rolls in and it looks like it would like sweep the kid away. So then uh-huh. she starts freaking out thinking that it was Simone being washed out to the ocean. Yeah, so I think like six months or so go by, mm-hmm. and Simone's still missing. Um, they end up figuring out that, well, she thinks that Benigna end up kidnapping um, Simone because she was upset about being fired or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like a gnarly scene that I did not expect. At all. <laughs> uh Laura is like somewhere in town and then she sees Benigna like pushing like a stroller or something. Yeah. And like into the street. And then she is like, able to get out to like question her. Cause she thinks that that is Seamal in the stroller. I don't know how this kid would fit in that stroller, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, but all of a sudden a fucking ambulance or something just comes by, and just crushes her. Yeah. And then, like, Laura goes up to her after, and, like, her fucking jaw is, like... Oh, dude, it's... Missing? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, Carlos is fucking giving her CPR. <laughs> and then, like, he gets up, and there's just blood all over his face. And I was like, oh, damn, that's gross. And then it shows her face, and I'm like, dude, you were doing CPR on that? Like, yeah. her jaw is detached. Like, yeah, her bottom jaw gone. is detached. It's yeah. like, holy fuck, like, what are you doing? fucking weird nasty it's so gross yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so um laura is pretty much gone like i don't know not like, kind of crazy right yeah and like it always seems like in these types of movies like the mom is like obviously like she's a mother so like mm-hmm. i don't know that connection right yeah and then the dad kind of like eventually like I want to say like they give up, but it's like they just come to terms with it more mm. than the mother does. Yeah. So the mother always like kind of like loses her mind and the dad kind of always leaves that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have stuff to say, but I don't want to come off sounding like a, a dick. Well, come on. Well, it's like, like you said, like the mothers have that like obviously a father has an emotional connection with his kids, but the mother, yeah. like she, well, I mean, she didn't grow Simone either. So I don't know, but like a mother, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to word this. They have this like heartfelt connection with their children. Right. Yeah. And like they, in situations like this, what's portrayed in the movies is that like, they're only thinking with their heart and like their love for this child. And then they lose all like rational thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and Mm -hmm. it drives them 
insane technically yeah. yeah whereas the father they obviously have that connection with with their children but it may not be quite as strong as the mothers mm-hmm. so they're able to kind of disconnect and like keep those rational thoughts yeah yeah you know what i mean like like he's not quite and like the the whole stigma with with like the males in the house is that they have to remain strong right like they have to be the strong ones in the household so i think yeah. that's where these movies get that sort of uh like i don't know mm-hmm. where they get that idea from yeah yeah um yeah so that was gross uh good job. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah so now they're like back in the house um and they find like a doll with like the same like hood mask and stuff on um and uh now they're doing like these like experiments i don't know how they came across these people the like uh the ghost people sorry what did you say like how do they come across like to do these experiments like with the the people in the house she hires a medium okay and then she suggests that they like record stuff yeah 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 so like and then the medium tells laura that she's close to death so that makes her have the ability to see the dead Mm. right so that was kind of cool because i don't think i've ever heard that in a movie before yeah like you're on the brink of death so you're able to like live within both worlds basically yeah which is kind of cool yeah creepy so yeah yeah so they get this like medium to like sit in this chair like in uh, i think one of the rooms mm-hmm. and they're all, like filming and stuff like that and then like she's like walking around and you like see and hear like ghosts and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like this whole scene reminded me of wreck yeah a little bit i don't yeah. know just like the camera work and stuff like that yeah i can see that yeah what'd you think of that whole scene I don't know. I mean, I thought it was all right. It's it's a typical mm-hmm. medium scene. Like mm-hmm. we see it often. I do. I agree. I never really um, compared it to wreck, but I I see what you mean for sure. Yeah. Kind of has that like. Uh, well, I mean, video camera footage, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So now she is kind of like. I don't know she's like further into her craziness. Mm-hmm. Like she's, she's taking she's taking meds and shit now. Yeah, or sedatives, <clears throat> I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, she like found all of the dolls that like pertain to like each kid, like friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then found like the picture of all the kids up there, and you see like Thomas with his mask and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then she <laughs> starts playing treasure hunt, so she can find um. Simon, because she yeah. thinks all the kids have Simon mm-hmm. with them. And uh, yeah, I like this whole scene of her fi- playing the treasure hunt. Yeah. And then she like finds a doorknob and like she can't, she looks everywhere through the whole place. And mm-hmm. then like she can't match any of the doorknobs. And then um, <clears throat> uh, she ends up in the shed where the, the old lady was. And she somehow like, fixes on like kind of this i don't know it's like a 
kind of looks like a kiln kind of mm-hmm. yeah. like for pottery and stuff like that yeah and i don't know what makes her start digging there but she starts digging in there so far mm-hmm. and then she pulls out all these like bags and then it ends up being like the fucking ashes of all the the kids mm-hmm. it's like fuck it's so fucked up, man. And she's like digging through all of them. Cause I think she thinks Simone is in one of the bags, <laughs> like uh-huh. hiding. Yeah. And she's just digging through all of them. And it's like all just ashes and bones. And like you yeah. start to piece together what's going on. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, like that's fucking rough. Yeah. And we yeah. get like flashback scenes of the kids in the orphanage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did Laura know that Benigna did this stuff? I think she's starting to put two and two together because she finds a picture with, well, she, like you said, she finds a picture and um, oh, she was yeah, in that yeah, picture. Yeah. yeah. So, and then once she finds all the ashes and the bones and whatnot, she's, I think she's starting to put it all together. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, pretty much like the game killed Tomas. Cause I think it led him out to the caves. Right. Like the treasure hunt, Tomas or Simone? Tomas. Like the the treasure hunt game led him out to the caves. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't know if I. Yeah, I don't know if I got that or not. But did they mention that? I don't know. I think I did. I wrote it down. Uh-huh. So maybe they must have then. Yeah. I don't know. This is a subtitled movie, so bear yeah. with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have missed something. Um. And then, like, she kind of has her final straw, and she, like, sets up all the dolls at the table. She's, like, having this, like, fake dinner thing. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, loses her mind, is, like, yelling and stuff. And then she, like, goes into the room, and then she is yelling for the kids to, like, play with her and stuff. And she does, like, the one, two, three, knock on the wall game. Yeah. She, like, turns around, and, like, this scene was really creepy, but, mm-hmm. like, you knew it was happening, but it wasn't, like, scary. It was just, like, I don't know, yeah. suspenseful. Yeah. Yeah. So she's playing the game and then like she turns around, there's like a kid there. And then she's like not like freaking out and then like turns back around. There's like five more kids. Yeah. And uh yeah. Like, and then finally on the last knock, one of the kids taps her on the shoulder and then they all yeah. take off running. Yeah. Um and then they lead her to the closet, which during the party, she ends up in the closet looking for Simal. Mm-hmm. And all this like scaffolding stuff falls down. She like puts it back up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like I never picked up on this at all. Like I don't know no. if you did it the first time. No, not the first time. But she, I don't know how she finds it, but she like peels back some of the wallpaper and then finds the the screw for the doorknob. Mm-hmm. And she puts it in and goes down there. And then I thought Simone was alive. Like I thought that was real. Mm-hmm. Did you same with you or on the first watch? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, God damn, like this kid's been fucking, what's he been eating rats and shit down there? Like, how's he still <laughs> yeah, <alive?"> exactly. <laughs> I was like, fuck, he's looking good. Yeah. Uh, Cause he's like in a bed all curled up and he's like saying like, Oh, the kids have been helping me. And they like tricked me down here or something like that. Mm-hmm. So all these like drawings and like pictures on the wall and stuff. And then, um, and then like, I was like, like flashbacks and stuff like happen. And then she's like up on the stairs and then she sees like the broken railing. Mm-hmm. And then you see a kid on the bottom. You're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And is like, it doesn't like shy away from it either. Like his face is pretty fucked up. Cause it's like been like 
eight months, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like starting to get like, I don't know, like droopy and like, Decay. I don't know. It's, it's really sad. Yeah. Cause yeah. So, it, and then it shows you what actually happened. Right. And mm-hmm. he was like trying to come out the door and she threw that shit into it and it knocked him back. Yeah. And he fell down the stairs and broke his neck. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, she killed him. Mm-hmm. Like the, not on purpose, obviously, but her actions are what ended up killing him. And she heard all that shit happening. Yeah. Because when she was cleaning up and then she put that up and then you can hear like knocking and like stuff. Mm-hmm. And she thought it was just a ghost, right? Yeah. But no, she, uh, yeah, unfortunately <laughs> pretty much got him killed. Yeah. Um, When I first watched that, like, yeah. It almost like it almost brought you to tears, really. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause like it's just fucking heartbreaking whenever she comes to the realization of what actually happened. And like you come to the realization, like, oh my God, this kid's dead. Yeah. And like she did it. And yeah. it was like completely accidental. And she's been driving herself crazy for the past six or eight months or however long it's been, yeah. trying to find this child, find her child. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's been down in the basement, like just yeah. w- deteriorating. Yeah. It's yeah, fucked it's up. Sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she's like up in the bedroom with uh, where all like the kids she was planning on having mm-hmm. come here and she's holding Thomas and like it like keeps going back to him like being alive. Mm-hmm. And then she's like holding him and then you see all the kids like in bed, like sitting up and stuff. And then she like starts taking pills and you're like, oh, okay, she's pretty much killing herself. Right. Yeah. And then like, She's like still alive, and then she sees like all the kids come up to her, and she's like reading them a story. I think the lighthouse turns on. Yeah, and you see Thomas like walking in front of it, and he comes up to there too, mm-hmm. and then the movie kind of like ends there, and she's obviously dead. Right? Yeah. Um, we see Carlos walk like come back to the house too. Yeah, I think that must be like later on. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, probably a few months or something down the road, maybe. Yeah, because, like, they're buried. Like, he walks past their gravestones. Oh, yeah, like you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he goes to the bedroom and finds a medallion that he gave Laura. Yeah. So, like, suggesting that she left it there or, like, she put it there. Yeah. After maybe she died. It's, it's like a, the treasure hunt, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's a ghost or something like that. Yeah. 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 It's a very, very depressing movie. Mm-hmm. but so effective. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know what it is with Del Toro and kids, man. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> these sad ass movies with yeah. his name on them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else uh, you want to mention or talk about? I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. Alrighty. Well, that's the way the blood splatters. Very nice. You only watched it the once, right? I did, yeah. I looked up like the Wikipedia plot before mm-hmm. we recorded, just uh, had a refresher. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is this a movie that you would watch again? Yeah, I bought it. Oh, um, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I definitely would watch it again. Yeah. 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 So you don't regret buying it? No, no. Oh. Very nice. Not at all. All right. What did you rate the movie? So for my story, I give it a seven out of 10. 
Um, I thought the writing, the characters were great. Uh, I thought it was a really creepy and original ghost story. Um, definitely some like twists and turns and things I did not expect. A uh, very emotional movie. Um, yeah, I mean, not really overly scary, but more of a really good thriller, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. Um, and for quality, give it an 8 out of 10. I thought the acting was really good, especially from the kid that played Simon. Yeah. Did a great job. Uh, I thought the cinematography of like the the house itself and like the beach scenes were really well filmed, and I liked the score quite a bit. Um, honestly, yeah. Um, and the special effects of that jaw scene were just oh. like, oh man, yeah, insane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, seven out of ten and eight out of ten. Nice. Um, I gave my story an eight out of ten. Nice. Uh, I, I, I didn't write anything down. Just I don't know. I wanted to go off the top of my head. Yeah. But like you said, it's an original ghost story. This is like we've seen sad ghost stories before, but there's just something about this one, man. Because I think probably because it includes kids and yeah, that shit always gets to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I liked the dramatic approach that they took with this. It wasn't just like a fucking in your face, scary ghost story type movie. Yeah. Um, it was well thought out. The twist was really well thought out. I didn't see it coming. You didn't yeah. see it coming. Um, and then like all the backstory stuff, like with the orphanage and whatnot. And like the emotional roller coaster that you get with this movie is like so legit, man. Like, mm-hmm. like there's scenes where it's like, Oh, that's kind of cute. Like, this little boy's playing a treasure hunt game with his mom. And then it's like, oh shit, all these kids died in this orphanage. And then it's like, yeah. oh, he's got imaginary friends. Oh shit, now he's dead. It's like, <laughs> it's just like fucking up and down, up and down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they did a really good job with this story. It's very original. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Um, my quality, I gave it a nine out of 10. Okay. Um, I said the acting, the score, everything was great about it. The one gripe I have is that it's a very dark movie at some parts. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, very hard to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, more towards the end of the movie, like you can understand why it's dark, but like at the same time, yeah. it's like I can barely see anything. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the score, like you did too. Uh, the cinematography was really good. Uh, not a lot of horror, but the horror that is in it was done really well and tastefully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh. Eight out of ten and a nine yeah. out of ten. It was a pretty long movie too. It was almost yeah. two hours. Yeah. There was some like dull moments in it too. Like yeah. I wouldn't consider it like a, a perfect movie for pacing uh-huh. or anything like that, but yeah. Yeah, it was good. Very good. Agreed. <laughs> All right, you guys know our scores. Turn on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Oh, excuse me. The critics' consensus, deeply unnerving and surprisingly poignant, the orphanage is an atmospheric, beautifully crafted haunted house horror film that earns scares with a minimum amount of blood. I can agree. Yes. What do you think the critics scored it off that? I'm going to go a 84. Oh, you're close. 87%. Okay, pretty high. Nice. Yeah. On 178 reviews and an average score of 7.4 out of 10. Uh, the audience score was an 86% okay. on 50,000 ratings and an average score of 4 out of 5. <clears throat> All right. All right. 
So very well received. Yeah. Um, Letterboxd is uh, a bit lower than that. Um, has a 3.6 out of 5. Uh, you and me both gave it a 4. Tawny gave it a 4. Uh, Jensen gave it a 4. Um, I saw saw Anthony, I thought, on here. Maybe not. No, that's it. Mm, nice. Fours all around. Fours for everybody. <laughs> nice. Was there anybody that gave it like a, a really low score? None of the people that I follow really. No? Good. The lowest is like two and a half. Mm. Yeah. All right. But just all, there always seems to be that one. There's I know. just like one yeah. person that just shits on a movie that we <laughs> like. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we ended up doing this. Uh, yeah, me it, too. it threw me for a loop. It wasn't exactly what I expected it to be, but I'm happy with, with that being the fact. Yeah. I don't know. It was a lot more emotional than I expected it to be. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the scene that, that was on Shudder's 101 list, like it was the, the fucking knocking on the wood scene, like with the kids behind her. Oh, I can see that. It like, yeah. yeah, I could see it. It was creepy for sure. But like that woman's face, man, like she wasn't scared. Hey, eh? she wasn't scared. That's yeah. Right. What do you mean? The girl, like the mom knocking at the end you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like she didn't seem scared. So why would I feel scared? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it just seemed like a playful little game that she was playing. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that scene should have been on that shutter list. No. Should have been the old chick with the fucking missing jaw. Yeah. <laughs> or Tomas <laughs> with the mask. Yeah. That, yeah. Him too. All right. You ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. All right. What did you give it for a scare rating? I gave it a three out of 10. Um, okay. I always said it wasn't we said it wasn't that scary, but I still felt like the intensity of the movie was pretty high up there for some scenes. Um and kind of not knowing what happened to uh Seamal. So and it's pretty fucked up too. Yeah. <laughs> um my scary scene, I said the scene with uh, Tomas and like the bathroom and stuff like that. Okay. Um just like him as like a presence was really intense and scary mm-hmm. and creepy. Because like they don't talk at all either, right? So yeah, nice. And would I survive? I said yes, definitely. Because <laughs> I'm uh, pretty good at treasure hunt. <laughs> nice. Uh, my scare rating, I gave it a five out of ten. Oh wow! Um, okay, it's not like a traditional scary movie, and like the content itself isn't necessarily scary, but given the fact of like what the story is that amped it up for me a bit and anything to do with kids and like kids dying and shit like that, you know, I fucking, I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's why it got a little bit of a higher score. Like realistically on a, on a base scare rating, it'd probably be like a two or a three. Right. But given the fact of like what happened to mm-hmm. the kids and like what happened with Simone and all this shit, like, yeah. I don't know. It bumps it up a bit for me. Uh, my scary scene. I did say the knocking game. Right. It's not like 
it's not scary, but like on a first watch, if you don't know like what's going to happen, like I'm sure you had it too. I had it like in the back of my mind, like something freaky is going to fucking happen here. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't. So like, it's no. just that, it's just that tension and the suspense building up. Like every time she knocks and then turns around and you see the kids like a little bit closer. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Ghost movies, like paranormal movies have just kind of trained us for jump scares. So like, we just expected jump scares going to happen. Yeah. And it doesn't like, like I was kind of expecting, you know, in like the conjuring two, whenever she's doing the clap game with, with her yeah, daughter, yeah. I was expecting one. Was that the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, anyway, it was the second one. It was the second that was one. The first one. No, the first one didn't have daughter. The clock game was in the first movie. Oh yeah, you're right. I it literally was. just watched. Yeah, 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 you're right. Sorry, but I, I was, I was kind of expecting something like that to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And would I survive? I said yes. Uh, there's no reason why they would mm-hmm. want to kill me. Yeah, I don't think like, I don't think I would give them any reason to. And like, no. I don't think like, did the mother even like, did Laura really even have a reason to like, she killed herself. Right. Yeah. It wasn't the kids that killed her. And do you think the big Nigna was just like a fluke accident? That's a good point. That's a very good point. I never really thought of that, yeah. but I mean, that, that bitch deserved to die. <laughs> like she killed a whole yeah. orphanage full of kids. Like fuck her. True. Yeah. That's accurate. And I wouldn't do that. So, no. I mean, I don't think I would deserve to die. But yeah, so I think I would survive. Nice. All right. Well, cool. That's it. That's it. Um, so my am I picking? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure because like this is technically my movie, so I wasn't sure. Um, our next episode is going to be in December. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. the month of Christmas and snow for us Canadians. Uh, so. I'm personally picking a snow-themed movie. You don't okay. have to. I don't know if you want to follow the theme or not. But um, So I'm picking Curtains. Nice. Which is a slasher movie that is Canadian. Um, it has, I've never heard of. You've never heard of. Uh, it has a very iconic scene that I said that you would probably recognize. Okay. Maybe not, though. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's one that's been on my radar like pretty much every Christmas since we started doing this podcast. But then mm-hmm. just never like we always pick different movies. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I've never watched it before. Okay. Um, so it'll be a first watch for both of us. Sweet. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, me too. I think it was filmed in Toronto. Okay. So not far from us. Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. All right. Well, that concludes the episode. Excuse me. Oh my God. Sours caught me burpy. <laughs> um, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. There's links to each of our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yes, sir. <sighs> I'm almost on my uh, my biohazard stream on YouTube. Uh, yeah. That has taken fucking forever. Um, I think that's seven months in the making. I, I saw. <laughs> I looked at it. Also, <laughs> go check out our new merch. Um, yes, our good friends Dennis and uh, Erica mm-hmm. bought the new shirt. 
Yep. Thank you. And I'm sure they look fantastic in it. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Nope. Can, uh... Alrighty, guys. I'll talk to you next week. See you later. <laughs>